Success Odyssey. Law of Attraction. New Thought. Spirituality. Holistic Healing. Motivational Practices. Body, Mind, and Spirit. Spiritual Awakening. The Power of Love. Universal Harmony. Transformation. Success Odyssey. Hi, I'm Brian Jude. I'm an ordinary person just like you. But more than that, I've realized I'm an extraordinary person just like you. So join me as together we embark on our success odyssey. Namaste and welcome to another episode of Success Odyssey. Before I begin, did you listen to last week's episode where I interviewed Anthony Hamilton about his book, Mind, Time, and Power? If you haven't, I highly suggest that you do. I thought it was amazing. Anthony spoke about how our thoughts, memories, and visualizations are more than just recorded and imagined mental data, but actual links to the past and present. And he spoke about how we can heal our past and connect to the future to manifest what we desire. Truly, truly amazing, and I am I'm feeling very blessed to have been able to interview him. Okay, next order of business, I'd like to give a quick note of thanks to some of my newer listeners on WordPress, and there are a lot of them, so sit tight. Uh, first of all, hello to Marte and Kristen, if I'm pronouncing that right. Uh, they have a blog at marteandkristen.wordpress.com. That's M-A-R-T-E-A-N-D-K-R-I-S-T-I-N uh, .wordpress.com. And from glancing at their blog, they are college students who are discovering all of the benefits of new thought and the law of attraction, etc. So welcome, Marte and Kristen. Keele Foley is a fan of Manifesting Mastermind, but he may be listening to this show as well. Keelan is an aspiring filmmaker, currently studying multimedia at the Institute of Technology Trey Lee, which, if I googled it properly, is in County Kerry, Ireland. Eric Wang is a pharmaceutical doctorate candidate, and he runs a fascinating blog at healthdemystified.wordpress.com. That's healthdemystified.wordpress.com. And he writes that he's been fed up with the pharmaceutical industry and believe that it's time for us to stop blaming others and to start taking responsibility for our own health. He says, taking responsibility for our lives is the key to success. Very true, Eric. Very, very true. Okay, I'm not sure if I'm saying this right, but Mona D, or Mona D-E, it's M-O-N-A capital D apostrophe E, uh, has a blog at heavenforearth.com. That's heaven, the number four, earth.com. And you're going to want to check out that site because there are a lot of great articles there on topics such as the seven dimensions, self-esteem, The Alchemy of Love and How to Be Joyful Now. Uh, There's also MP3 recordings of these blogs as well. And uh, if you are interested in uh, releasing those uh, recordings on the Inspirational Internet Radio Network, I would gladly, gladly welcome it. Maybe I'll send you a personal message if you haven't heard this. Okay, Dan Herman. That's someone who I met a few years ago at PodCamp NYC. And Dan runs RadioCrystalBlue.net, which is a music podcast focused on top-notch indie artists that are not associated with any major label. Uh, that's a subject close to my heart. Is one of my companies, DigitalCafeTour.com, focuses on live concert videos of such indie artists. Uh, Dan broadcasts every Tuesday live on the uh, on the net, and he then archives each recording. So do check Check him out at radiocrystalblue.net. Valerie, V-A-L-E-R-I, runs thementalshovel.com, which is a blog about self-discovery and growth. Valerie is a certified uh, meditation instructor and nurse and is currently working towards her doctorate in metaphysical science. Now that sounds interesting. Jeremiah is a full-time freelancer. 
freelance writer, and he has a blog at knowthesphere.wordpress.com where he likes to share stories that are interesting, important, life-changing, inspirational, etc. And he's quite a fan of the Center for Spiritual Living podcast, as am I. And uh, you can find that, of course, right here on the Inspirational Internet Radio Network at iirnet.wordpress.com. A big shout out to my old friend and fraternity brother, Tom Eufert. Tom just recently launched a blog, but currently doesn't have any posts, so I'll wait until he shares something before I share his blog page URL, so that I don't send you to a page that's under construction. But hi, Tom, it's real nice to see you here. Harmony Spaces is another fan of CSLNJ Podcast, and it doesn't look like this person has a blog, at least not that I can find, but thank you for listening. I do have one more shout out, and this person is not on WordPress per se, but my fellow Overnightscape Underground host, Carrie Michelle, mentioned on her show, aptly named The Carrie Michelle Show, that both Success Odyssey and Manifesting Mastermind have been helping her figure out some of her current issues. So, Carrie, thank you for the plug, and I'm very happy to inspire. And the rest of you, you can listen to her show and all of mine at onsug.com. O-N-S-U-G for OvernightscapeUnderground.com. O-N-S-U-G.com. Just a little programming note, Manifesting Mastermind will not be recorded this week, but we should get together for a another episode next week, probably on Thursday, but we're not entirely sure. Uh, So you can look for that here on the Inspirational Internet Radio Network at iirnet.wordpress.com or the aforementioned onsug.com or subscribe to just that show at manifestingmastermind.wordpress.com. Also, I might be releasing Success Odyssey every two weeks for a while instead of every week, at least until I can create a backlog of content, and then I'll release them all once a week. I've been planning over 100 episodes, so I've got plenty of content to keep the show going for a long, long time. I just need the time to flesh it out and get it all recorded, and that's not always easy to do when I'm also manifesting other goals. Uh, Speaking of Manifesting Mastermind, I have one last order of business before we move on. My co-host at Manifesting Mastermind and I have come up with a project that we want to do. As you may have noticed, we all tend to be fans of the Muppets, and Kay and her husband have begun to build some puppets of their own. And so we decided that we'd like to create a pilot for TV uh, for a TV kids show, uh, or a video on DVD, or both if it turns out that way, using puppets and music and animation and all sorts of things to teach kids about the law of attraction, and how to be happy, how to be self-confident, how to make the world a better place in general, uh, all sorts of nifty, nifty things like that. Now, you can help this project along. I've entered my business, uh, my production company, which is called Dragon Rider Productions, into Chase's new campaign, Mission Small Business. Now, if you have a Facebook account, you can help us by going to missionsmallbusiness.com, log in with Facebook, and in the box for the business name, type in Dragon Rider Productions. That's three words all together. Dragon Rider, R-I-D-E-R, Productions. If you can't find it for some reason, uh, you can do a search for companies in Passaic, New Jersey, and then Passaic is spelled P-A-S-S-A-I-C, and you should be able to find it that way. Now, we need 200 votes to qualify, and if we win, we'll be eligible for a $250,000 grant, which will not only help our pilot, but also help the feature film that I've been developing, The Miracle Man, which, if you haven't been listening to the show, is a drama film, uh, which is based on the story of Morris E. Goodman, who you might remember from The Secret, the guy who... Uh, crashed an airplane, and uh, was able to walk out of the hospital just eight months later. So finally, on to today's topic. 
Being a parent gives you a great opportunity to teach, to pass on what you have learned in life, and as a result, I often find myself relearning a few things or reinforcing what I've learned. A few weeks ago, I was having a conversation with my seven-year-old son, Jacob, about the law of attraction, and I wanted to see if he had a sense about how feelings have such a great influence on your ability to manifest what you want. I asked him, how do you think it works? You feel happy, and then you get what you want, or you get what you want, and then you feel happy. I wasn't sure if he was going to answer with what most people would feel is a more commonly accepted answer or not, but indeed he chose the second scenario, you get what you want and then you feel happy. I mean, after all, it makes the most sense, right? Well, not if you know a thing or two about how law of attraction works. I explained to him that you have to first feel happy, even before you receive the thing that you want, and that the thing that you want will get to you faster. And the less happy you feel, the more time it'll take to get what you want, if you ever get what you want. And many people, myself included, have described the idea of all things, thoughts included, as having a vibrational frequency. And in order to get what you want, you have to have your thoughts that vibrate with the same frequency as that of which you want. And that's one of the most fundamental basis of uh, the law of attraction. Many people, myself included, have equated it to a radio station uh, or a transistor radio, for example. When you tune the dial on a radio, you're adjusting the frequency of the receiver so that it receives the signal vibrating at the frequency of the radio station you'd like to listen to. Most, uh, most of us adults have grown up in an analog world where this all makes perfectly clear sense. Try explaining that to a seven-year-old, though. Didn't work out quite so well for me. So I applied it to a medium that he's been more apt to understand, cable television. Okay, let's say you want to watch a particular hockey game. How are you going to do it? Well, first of all, timing is always very important. If you try to watch the game a week before it's even played, you're really just going to waste your time and energy. It's not going to come to you until it's ready to be played. You need to have the patience to wait until the game comes on first. Or let's say you have some sort of automatic digital recording system in place. Well, you can put forth uh, less resistance effort by not worrying about if it's the right time to watch the game or not, and let the DVR do the work while you work on something else. Then when you're ready, what you want to watch is right there for you, and that's the time that you want it ready. All you have to do is just go into that DVR menu. And I actually think a lot of people, probably most teachers of the Law of Attraction, would agree that the universal DVR, the DVR of the universe, has already recorded that program for us. It's just that we haven't always figured out how to work the remote control in order to watch our program. But once we do, it's there, waiting for us to enjoy. All right, so that's the timing part of the metaphor. Next, and this is the really important thing that I wanted to discuss, if you want to watch that hockey game, What's going to happen to you if you put on the weather channel? Well, you might be able to tell the current temperature, weather conditions, sunrise and sunset times, uh, boating conditions, and the five-day forecast for the city in which the game is being played, but you're not going to be able to see the game. You've got to put on a sports channel or whatever channel happens to be carrying that program in order to watch it. This, I knew, would resonate with my son. I told him to think of a television and picture all of your emotions as being channels on that TV set. Now, if you turn on the sad channel, you're going to see sad things. If you turn on the scary channel, you're going to see some pretty scary stuff. But what do you do if you want to see happy things right in front of you? Well, that's easy. You have to turn on the happy channel. Makes sense, right? You want to see happy things? Turn on the happy channel. It's really just that simple. Well, in theory, it's simple, right? You might be asking yourself now, 
if you've had a horrible, horrible day, your boss keeps piling up workload after workload on top of you, your children won't behave, your dog ate your glasses, your worst enemy from high school is throwing a party the same day as you are and everyone's going to her party instead of yours, and there's more and more bills in the mail that won't get paid again this month, how do you heck do you turn on the happy channel when you're facing all that stuff? Well, first of all, if you're seeing all those things manifest in your life, you're either A, obviously not watching the Happy Channel, or B, you are watching it, and therefore you're ready to accept these challenges for what they are, opportunities to build your character and become the best you you could possibly be. If you're in Group B, congratulations. You know that you're going to get to the happy stuff really, really soon. I mean, let's face it, all movies, even the happiest ones, have drama, conflict. It'd be a pretty boring movie without conflicts. But all stories, movies, TV shows, novels, plays, operas, they all have some sort of resolution to that conflict. And that's what makes these stories so much fun. So keep watching the Happy Channel and enjoy those conflicts and resolutions. But let's say you're in Group A. Let's say you've got the frustrated channel on and you couldn't even find the remote control if you tried. Heck, you might be so engrossed in what you're watching that you might not even think to look for the remote. So, how do you turn on the happy channel from there? Well, we were just talking about this uh, kind of thing on uh, Manifesting Mastermind last week, and there's a few techniques that I've enjoyed learning uh, from the book Ask and It Is Given by Esther and Jerry Hicks. And uh, that book is on what they call the teachings of Abraham. Now, perhaps you've seen Esther Hicks in the original version of The Secret, but if you know little about the Hicks, uh, Esther regularly channels a collective of enlightened beings that refer to themselves as Abraham. And their mission is to teach the world about the law of attraction and how to manifest happiness in your life and how that's everyone's life purpose. And Abraham actually helped write this book, quite literally, as... They would actually lead Esther to the keyboard and she'd start typing things that were not coming from her own mind. Now in this book, Asking It Is Given, there are 22 processes that they present on how to live a better life. And most of them have, uh, have something to do with how to change your emotional state. So here are a few of my favorites. Number one is called pivoting. This is when you have a, a very negative thought and you immediately try to tip the scales and turn it to a happy thought. Abraham Hicks recommend that when you have that negative thought, you stop right away and you say to yourself, this is not right. There's something here that I do not want. So what is it that I do want? And once you start focusing on what you do want, you'll stop attracting the negative feelings and start attracting only positive feelings. Actually, not only positive feelings, but you also start experiencing positive results as well. Number two is a little bit more complicated, but very similar. Uh, it's called the focused wheel process. Similar to pivoting, the focus wheel process starts with a negative thought and brings you closer to a positive thought, but it often takes our minds a series of steps to really vibrate with that positive thought, so we have to take the steps to get us to that thought, thinking of thoughts that are slightly more positive than the last in order to get to that happy thought. So to do this process, you draw a big circle, and in the middle of that circle, you draw a smaller circle. Next, think of the negative thought that you have, and then you do your pivoting and you come up with a completely different thought, a positive thought, and you write down that positive thought in the middle of the smaller circle. Then imagine that circle spinning like a merry-go-round, but it's spinning very, very fast, so fast that it's hard to get on it. Now we need that merry-go-round to slow down just enough that we can get on. Next, you try to come up with thoughts that we can feel right about, thoughts that aren't too far off in the distance. All right, let's take, for example, your happy thought is the idea of financial freedom. 
And so that's what you're going to write in the middle of your circle, financial freedom. Now, most of us don't have financial freedom yet, so it's very hard to be in vibrational harmony with that idea. If we try, sometimes it might even bring about negative feelings because we might be feeling a, a feeling of lack. So we try thoughts that will get us to feel right about financial freedom. And we try to get those thoughts to slow the merry-go-round down. So let's try the thought, I will make $500,000 a year by the end of this year. Now that might be too lofty of a goal, so you imagine that thought trying to get on the merry-go-round, but instead of slowing it down, since it doesn't feel right, it's just going to bounce right off of the merry-go-round and land in the bushes. Alright, so next try something easier. Maybe you thought about something that makes you feel good. Maybe you were able to buy your niece that nice birthday gift that she really wanted. And it felt really good to see the joy in her face when she opened it up. So you think, I've had enough money to buy my niece her present. Does that slow the merry-go-round down enough to get on? Yes, it does. So you write that thought inside the larger circle. But that's not enough to stop it. So you keep trying more and more, slightly more positive thoughts, starting with your previous successes. Things like, I know how to find a good bargain. I make good financial decisions. I get my bills paid on time. I'm making more at this job than I did at my last job. My next job will bring me even more money. I have a great knack for getting things done and making things happen. I've developed my skills enough to earn more money. I deserve to make a lot more money, and the universe always brings me what I deserve. I feel very positive writing this down. People have told me how much they appreciate my generosity. What I'm experiencing right now has created a strong desire for change. I love that beautiful neighborhood up on the hill. I can see myself living in a house just like one of those houses in that neighborhood. My inner being loves me unconditionally. I appreciate the fact that I can create whatever I want. I am a manifestation of my life's purposes. I am one with all beings. I am one with divinity. Now, by now, you should be feeling pretty good about yourself, right? So you come up with a thought based on those others that is a closer match to your ultimate thought that you can feel right now. Maybe it's, I have everything it takes to travel on this path of financial freedom. And bam, you are now watching the Happy Channel. The third process I want to discuss is called, which thought feels better? For this process, we have to understand that there's two sides to every feeling of desire. There's the object of your desire, and there's the absence of that object of your desire. And these two sides carry a very different vibrational frequency. And so it's very easy to be vibrating with a feeling of lack. And what happens when we vibrate with a feeling of lack? Well, what happens if we set our radio to the polka station? We pick up the frequency of that station, and we get polka music. So if we're vibrating with a feeling of lack, we get lack. If we don't want polka music, we need to change the station. And if we don't want lack... We have to change our thought to one that does not vibrate with a feeling of lack. So for this process, you have to ask yourself, am I focused on having something because I want it, because I will be happy having it, or because I'm focused on it because I'm afraid of not having it, or that I'm afraid I'll never get it, or because I'm worried that I'm not good enough to get it? And if you're focused on lack, you're not focused on your desire. You're focused on lack. Okay. If you know you're thinking negative thoughts about something, again, for this process, write those thoughts down and then expand upon them. Let's say somebody treated you very badly at a supermarket and it's really made you feel angry. And as you write them down, uh, you might see that your thoughts are perhaps even more negative than you realized. That's okay. Just write them down. For example, you might write, that person had no right to treat me that way. What a jerk. 
That person is too self-absorbed to care about others. Screw him. He's going to get what he deserves. Obviously, you're feeling a lack of happiness, a lack of peacefulness, maybe even a lack of confidence. Now think to yourself, I'm going to try to come up with some thoughts that feel better. So come up with some thoughts and see if they feel better, worse, or the same. So let's start with our example. That guy has some problems. Same. That guy needs an attitude adjustment. Same. What kind of role model is he for his kids? Worse. If I had only found a way to make him feel as bad as he made me feel, definitely worse. I didn't mean to make him upset. He just flew off the handle. Same. Maybe I should have apologized if my intentions came across as an attack, even though they weren't. Slightly better. I believe in respecting all people, regardless of how they treat you. Better. I'll probably never have to run into that guy again. Same. That person was obviously having a rough day. Better. I've had rough days before, and I've lashed out at people when they didn't deserve it. A little bit better because we're empathizing, but also a little bit worse. Let's get rid of that guilt. I've done people wrong before and have felt glad when they forgave me. Better. I remember when I forgave an enemy and they ended up becoming a good friend. Better. Whatever was bothering him probably had little to do with me. Better. Whether I see him again or not, I do forgive him. Better. My energy does not necessarily have to be affected by someone else's energy. Better. I will try to remember these thoughts next time I encounter someone who has a problem with me. Better. See how much better that feels overall? Now you're definitely tuned to the Happy Channel. So if you want to learn more about these processes, get that book, Ask and It Is Given. You can find it and a lot more of information about Abraham Hicks at abraham-hicks.com. That's abraham-hicks.com. And definitely do some Google searches on Abraham Hicks and all of the teachings of Abraham. Their messages are so incredibly important for us. Okay, homework time. Now, if this is the first time you're listening, I've started a series of assignments in which we've been keeping a journal, and in that journal we're identifying a goal for this year, 2012, taking action toward that goal, and as my friend Anthony Hamilton suggested last week, go over your past successes and start feeling how they made you feel again. So this week, I want you to turn on the Happy Channel. If you're feeling the good feeling of your past successes, then you're probably already tuned in. If not, try to figure out what you need to do to change the channel. Maybe use one of the processes described by Abraham Hicks. And when you tune to the Happy Channel, what do you think you'll see? Well, why not close your eyes and picture yourself putting on this Happy Channel in your own mind and see what comes on the screen? Perhaps it's an episode of The You Show, and it's the episode where you meet your goal for this year. Watch that episode. Enjoy it. Feel how it makes you feel. Now, this is tying in what Anthony had to say last week about future memory, by the way. So take a few minutes, maybe three to five minutes each day, and do this meditation. Watch the happy channel. Watch yourself achieving your goal and let it make you feel great. And as always, please let me know what results are showing up in your life. Remember, you can leave comments on each episode on my blog at successodyssey.wordpress.com. You can email me at successodysseypodcast at gmail.com or leave a comment on the Facebook page, which you can find by searching for Success Odyssey on Facebook. And don't forget to please like that Facebook page too. 
Don't forget, you can also follow me on Twitter at twitter.com slash success odyssey. And please leave comments in iTunes by searching for success odyssey in the iTunes store. You can also subscribe to this and other great shows on the Inspirational Internet Radio Network at iirnet.wordpress.com, so please check that out. And again, if you have a show that you'd like me to include on the network, please let me know. And as I mentioned earlier, we're now on the Overnightscape Underground at onsug.com, and there are a lot of really great fun shows there. Not quite all Law of Attraction-based shows, uh, more monologue, personal blog stuff, but they're always a lot of fun. And I want you, as always, to remember, you are already living the life of a successful person. Be the successful person that you are and continue your journey of success with me. As always, I thank you for listening and I look forward to speaking with you again next time. Namaste.